0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: Searching for gifts for guys can be difficult because, honestly, they don't like what you're buying them. So put down the ugly tie and get them a man crate. Man crates take stuff guys love, like machetes, beef jerky, and video games, and packs them into wooden crates and ships them right to their door. They come with a crowbar so they can pry the box open themselves. Find a great gift for every type of guy. Whiskey drinkers, bacon lovers, even zombie survivalists. Go to mancrates.com slash stew to find the perfect gift for every guy you know. mancrates.com slash stew. 727 back is the phone number welcome to pat and stew as many people will call it today fat and stew why
2: would they call it that
1: huh why would they people like variety you know they just like to change names change up. It up yeah uh pat is up in new york and will be joining us hopefully at some point uh, if we can uh, get the connection worked out and we can So obviously we don't have the connection worked out oh well there's pat oh.
3: Hi, oh, so actually, we do have the connection? Worked I out. think so. I was told that we did not, but <laughs> got we the, did. I've got the connector guy connecting, so mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think we connected it. Yeah, we have it's-
1: a person uh, in Tennessee who's holding together two wires with a, a piece of Scotch tape right now to make sure mm-hmm. the connection is made, uh, mm-hmm. and apparently it is now. He's so. darn happy about that job, too. He is. <laughs> it's the best job he's ever had. Uh, Pat, welcome to the, uh, the Fat and Stew and Pat Show. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm. Truly, truly am. Another person we'd like to uh, welcome to the program is uh, one Jonathan Gruber, who did a wonderful thing yesterday, as we just talked about on the radio a few minutes ago, if you happen to be watching. Uh, He's a liar. He's a big, fat, fat, fatty pants liar. Uh, But an architect of Obamacare and a very important person. And it's important to remember who this guy was. Not necessarily is, but was. He was the credibility behind liberal health care reform. And because you could say, look, an MIT economist says this is a good idea. They, all that's, loved, him. they loved him. They all loved them. They loved him because of that. They were able to say, look, here's a guy who's at one of the he's from a smarty pants college and he says it's really, really smart. And that's why they constantly were touting his name and his credibility and using his credibility to say how smart uh, their plan was. Now that, they've, that he's been caught admitting what the truth was, they, they want to take him out behind the, the shed, as it were. Jonathan who? Yeah, who? Some who? advisor I've no. never heard of? What? Here is uh, Gruber uh, now realizing his role, which is, I have to take the brunt of this. I have to sacrifice myself for the collective. No surprise, that's what he wants to do. Here's Jonathan Gruber with his apology.
4: Over the past few weeks, a number of videos have emerged from these appearances. In excerpts of these videos, I'm shown making a series of glib, thoughtless, and sometimes downright insulting comments. I apologize for the first of these videos earlier, but the ongoing attention paid to these videos has made me realize that a fuller accounting is necessary. I'd like to begin by apologizing sincerely for the offending comments that I've made. In some cases, I made uninformed and glib comments about the political process behind health care reform. I'm not an expert on politics, and my tone implied I was, which is wrong. Mm. In other cases, I simply made mean and insulting comments, which are uncalled for in any oh context. God, I was mean. I sincerely apologize for conjecturing with the tone we of expertise and for doing so in such a disparaging fashion. It's never appropriate to make oneself seem more important or smarter by demeaning others. I knew better. <laughs> I know better. I'm embarrassed and I'm sorry. The recent uh, response to my comments at academic and other conferences exceeds both their relevance and my role in health care reform. I behave badly, and I'll have to live with that. But my own inexcusable arrogance is not a flaw in the Affordable Care Act. The ACA is a milestone accomplishment for our nation that has already provided millions of Americans with health insurance.
1: Uh, how can you take that seriously? He, I, I, every one of his statements when he wasn't under the microscope was the exact opposite. And, you know, like, say, you know, here, he, there's a long series of his comments. The one, um, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. Like, that one you can say, okay, that's a glib comment. Like, he, he is saying, all right, look, we hid these things. We had to, and maybe it's the stupidity of the American voter they don't understand or whatever. Like, he's kind of being a jerk, a jerky right. way to say what he's saying. But th- that's the point is... It's, it's the truth behind what he's actually talking about, which is they did hide these things because they didn't want the American people to notice. And their defense against that type of thing is to make it less transparent. Right. That exactly. Is what it is. Right? That, I, I, mean, I, I don't
3: give a rat's ass about his apology. I couldn't care less about your apology. I'm not interested in your apology. I want to know what led you to say those things. Because you were part... Say what you will about, oh, I don't know anything about politics. I, I It's just being glib. Bull crap. You were part of the meetings. You were part of putting this thing together. You were in on all of this stuff. And the reason you said what you did is because that's how you guys designed all of this. To trick the American people, because you all thought we were too stupid to understand. You knew that if you said what you really wanted to do... Then uh, we wouldn't go for it because nobody nobody wants your wealth redistribution. We don't want that in this country. And you knew that's what it was, so you yep. all discussed in your little cabal how to do it. And I don't care if you're sorry for saying that you did not all sorry. those things.
2: Let's be honest, he's not. Sorry. I want
3: you to admit that you were planning all of this stuff. Really, the only one, at least of of all of the, even Trey Gotti wasn't substantive. He he was he was good at mocking. Gruber, but the only one who really got down to the nitty-gritty uh, was, was Daryl Issa. Yeah. I mean, Issa's thing with Gruber, where he started with, are you stupid, and then went into, well, okay, but let's talk about the substance of what you said. I don't, I don't care how glib you are. I don't care that you, you made fun of people. I don't care if you were mean. I'm talking about the way this thing came to be. That's what I wanted to get to, and nobody but Isa, at least that I saw. I didn't see all, you know, 19 hours of it or whatever there was. Uh, but he's the only one I saw who really got to the substance of it.
1: Well, let's take a look at some uh, Daryl Issa talking yesterday to uh, Jonathan Gruber.
5: Mr. Gruber, I've been accused that I'm going to berate you or something, and I, and I hope that you won't feel that way when I get done. But night before last, I was at the Kennedy Center Honors, where they honest, honored uh, Tom Hanks. Famously, Forrest Gump, the ultimate in successful stupid man. Are you stupid? I don't think so, no. Does MIT employ stupid people? Not to my knowledge. Okay. So you're a smart man who said some, as the ranking member said, some really stupid things. And you said the same. Is that correct? I, the comments I made were really inexcusable.
3: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, that's where he sets up the substance. Yeah, oh the substance comes after that.
1: Do you have a, um, You have that audio only per- by any chance, pack? Because I mean, yeah, Glenn, uh, I don't know if he just you know was that a little short on time or whatever, kind of bailed out of that in the middle uh, of the ice to clip on the radio show today, and it did seem yeah. like he was kind of just getting to yeah. that uh, substance. And the clip is on the blaze if, if we don't have it here. But do you happen to have it audio only? Off, uh, I, yeah, but we we'll go
3: through some of what he just went through, and then it goes on. Are, Are you
4: that. stupid? I don't think so,
5: no. Does MIT employ stupid people? We heard this part, Pat. Not to my knowledge. <laughs> okay. So you're a smart man who said some, as the ranking member said, some really stupid things. Yes, And you too. said the same. Is yeah, that we correct? Heard this part. Mm-hmm. I the as comments I, I
4: made in were really inexcusable. Some of this will be heard already. And
5: and I'll I'll leave aside the political observations. But you did say in your, your in the video we played and, and everyone else has seen, I think, parts of it, uh you did say that in fact if people knew the whole truth, they wouldn't have voted for this. That, in this. fact, the direction you were going, the, the, uh, the reality, and specifically, I want to talk, because Mr. Goldman's a poster child for this. He has a silver plan that is relatively inexpensive. It was subsidized it'd be even cheaper. But the shifting of some people to pay more than they previously did... Because remember, health care went up in, in price. So for Mr. Goldman to get a reduction, somebody else got not only an increase, but an increase to offset his decrease. That was what you were talking about. So isn't it true that, in fact, between the taxes and increases for some, that's part of the plan to reduce for people like Mr. Goldman?
4: The First of all, I
5: made a Critical mistake in trying to conjecture with a tone of expertise. Yeah, no, but you're an expert on the analysis of the numbers and where the cost shifting goes in your microeconomic analysis. And I'm asking you, as Dr. Gruber, a smart man, a smart man at a great institution that has collected over four hundred, or actually over four million dollars in various fees and so on. Your analysis isn't it true that in order for Mr. Goldman to get his reduction, and he's very happy about it. That, in fact, there was cost shifting, including those so-called Cadillac plans. Isn't that true? The Affordable
4: Care Act set up insurance exchanges which pooled risks for the healthy and the less healthy. On average, when you account for the tax credits individuals received, people are paying less for health insurance. Than they I'm tax- oh, a so great piece God. of,
1: of a qualifier there. When you account for yeah. the tax credits, yeah. so if we act as if tax dollars aren't dollars, then the, uh, we're fine. Then we're fine. If we act as if those are free dollars picked off of trees and then put 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 into the Obamacare pro- program, then yes. we are really excited to give you lower rates. Everybody's saving well, that. Well,
0: however, that,
1: that's, that's not what point. that is. Yeah,
3: that's his point. But that's not even true mm-hmm. because, regardless right. of any of that, the health care costs themselves went up
1: for for most people. The yeah.
3: health care the health care costs are up
1: particularly yeah that's very true uh, and particularly for those who were on individual plans before i mean those people yeah. and and those that had re, uh plans that no longer qualify as plans they you know you, if you like your plan you can keep your plan well you can't keep your plan and that plan price is going through the roof right uh, is there and, more and there isa is yeah, yeah
3: isa does a good job of mm-hmm. of deflecting that he says look we're I'm a taxpayer, so don't, don't play that game.
5: Taxpayer, Mr. Gruber, trust me, people are not paying less. People like me are paying more for those because taxes are, in fact, a cost that's paid. Total cost did not go down. Cost shifting occurred in your model. Isn't that true? The amount
4: that individuals have to pay for health
5: insurance, on reality average, asked. fell in my model. Well, but it didn't fall
3: in reality. Another great point. Yeah. Fell in your model. It did not fall
1: in reality. Which is, don't
3: care about your model.
1: Yeah, which is an interesting thing because it, it, Gruber's telling of this is he just created this model which was great and that's why he got all this money. But even his model didn't work. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Not even, yes. not even the thing he is admitting he's an expert in was actually uh, functional. Well, I mean, his model worked when it was a model. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like every right. global warming scientist says. Ah, oh, wow. Well, I mean, it works when I'm, when we're in the computer room. It looks great. sure, the temperatures don't do If we all lived say, in so. a
3: computer model, this <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great, a great bill for all of us.
5: Now, let me let me just ask one question, and, and, and this may be the tougher question for you. You said in these video comments that essentially you had to deceive in order to get this passed. Your models, the four million plus dollars that you and MIT received, including hundreds of thousands of dollars personally to develop and to provide those models, If deception was part of the process by your own statements, why should we believe your analysis? Why should we not demand to go into the microeconomic analysis and find out whether, in fact, the $4 million in services you delivered were accurate or whether the books were cooked?
4: First of all, the amount of money to which you refer refer has been greatly overstated. It refers to grants that were received by research institutions and others, which I received a small fraction. Second of all,
5: no one has ever questioned the quality or integrity of the modeling. The fact I made a... Mr. Gruber, I'm questioning it in light of your statements, and that's why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we question or at least have independent analysis of the numbers you delivered before, actually to Massachusetts for that matter too, but, but to the federal government Based on your statements that, in fact, if people knew the truth, they wouldn't and that there was a a deception in your own thing. And it's all I want. I want to go to the ranking member. But is there any reason that you would not approve the idea that there should be independent validation of the numbers you used in light of the statements that we've seen you made? I think
4: that the quality of my numbers should not be reflected by comments I made when I was conjecturing outside my area of expertise. At the same time, my modeling has always been very transparent. There's, I've posted information about my model, and I'm I'm happy to ask questions about the model, answer questions about the model, and how it works.
3: All of that is so disingenuous from mm, him. Oh He's God. such a worm. He's such a sleazebag. It's not conjecture on your part. You're not just a a guy who doesn't know anything about the politics. You were involved in the meetings. You douchebag. You were involved. You were there. You heard all the discussions. You know what was what was being accomplished. You know how this process was put together and how this bill came to be. And and that's why you spoke of it the way you did. Not because you're so glib. Not because you're a stupid man. It is because you you wanted to pull something over on the American people. Because you know we wouldn't buy this garbage. And you knew it was garbage. At least to most people. You knew you're trying to redistribute wealth. And that's not what Americans want it's such a disingenuous game he's playing here.
1: Yeah, and it's all set up by ISA here. I mean, Issa's basically yeah. saying, you came out and said you were lying during this period. We've, we've got that on film. We paid you all this money to work and do these things. So uh, it, it makes sense for us to go back and say, did you lie to us at that time? You know what we need? Mm-hmm. We need some emails. We need some uh, documents. We need to, to make sure that you weren't doing that. We are a customer. We have this right. You know, the taxpayers have a right to check on your work. So I think that's what he's setting up here. This is not yep. necessarily about this hearing. This is a, a bigger thing that's going to happen as we go into 2015 with a new Senate, in which they will look into this a lot more closely. Jason Chaffetz is taking over ICE's role, and uh, you know, if you you know, Jason is is pretty good in these hearings as well. Um, and he, you know, I think will will be pretty hard on this. And he well, will, so. you know, go in there and, and try to do this this same type of thing ISIS is doing. But what they want – I mean, can you imagine? They, the way this guy is talking publicly, can you imagine what, what emails he was trading with big-time government officials about
2: this stuff? Well, I mean, how many times was he in and out of the White House? He knows darn well what they were talking about. He, does. And he knows darn well that they agreed that they couldn't say it in public that – uh, Obama had to go out and say, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan, but we're going to do it this way anyway, because the model shows that it works that way. Yeah. And they you know damn well, that's, that's what they did. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. and it goes into, uh, there's a political article that kind of explained, it was trying to, I would say, try to brush off how important Gruber was. But one of the things they did say that Gruber was valuable for, and the thing that he was kind of known for in these circles was, everyone could come in here and do nerdy model talk. But what Gruber was great at is coming in here and saying something that made sense through politics. That that it was a it was a right. he would say, say something that made sense that would make sense to the average person. He would be the guy that could break those boring debates up with an interesting anecdote that would communicate the concept more easily. What, All, you th- know how those dumb Americans think, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> that was really his expertise. Oh. So uh, you know, and. and And that's the other thing, too, when we come to the the, the models are a really interesting conversation. Maybe, you know, we wait on this, but, you know, think about what they're doing. They have this guy who is nothing but a a mindless, you know, uh, zombie for the Democrat Party. Right. Like, here's a guy who I mean, he wants big time health reform. He wants universal health care. He wants government to be heavily involved in it. It's obviously his life's work. And this is the guy who makes this. Model that shows how wonderful healthcare reform can be. Think of the conflict of interest there. You have a guy who has a strong position on one policy who builds the nuts and bolts of the model that proves that policy is good. Of course it proves the policy is good. He (laughs) built it. The guy who's sitting here who is willing to risk his entire reputation lying to you to get this bill passed is the guy who built the model that all these assumptions were made on. All these debate points that Democrats uh, brought up, Nancy Pelosi chief among them, as to why we should have this policy were built by a guy who is admittedly lying at the time about it. And if we can't go through and and have some discovery about that, um, I don't know. You know, What's the point of having these commissions? What's the point of having... What is the point of having these commissions? The point is to get to the truth. And I don't know that that ever actually is the point. I mean, as as Pat pointed out, there's a lot of people yesterday on the Republican side who went in there and tried to make Jonathan Gruber look really bad because he called people stupid. And you know, look, that's, I understand Shouldn't that. Shouldn't have been the point. That's not the point of it, though. The no. point of it is, yeah. and ISA I think, did a pretty good job there of moving the ball down the mm-hmm. field a little bit and saying, mm-hmm. like, look, wouldn't you understand if we were to look into this? We're a paying customer here. This is yeah. not just some political thing. We paid you millions of dollars to do this stuff, and you have now admitted that during that time you were lying. And whether yeah. you want to say it was glibness now or not, we have a right to find out for ourselves.
3: And the other, the other rep who cut through some of the B.S., And got to the heart of the matter. And how this really affects actual people was uh, Wyoming Representative Cynthia Loomis. Here's Here's what she said to him.
6: My husband was having chest pains at the time that he was told we were not enrolled in Obamacare. And come to find out, he didn't have all of the tests that he was advised by his physician to have. So... On October 24th, the week before election, my husband went to sleep and never woke up. He had a massive heart attack in his sleep Mm. at age 65, a perfectly, by all appearances, healthy man. Come to find out, in a conversation with his physician after he died, he chose not to have one of the tests, the last test, his doctor told him to have. This happened to coincide with the time that we were told that we were not covered by Obamacare. I'm not telling you that my husband died because of Obamacare. He died because he had a massive heart attack in his sleep. But I am telling you that during the course of time that he was having tests by a physician and was told we were not covered by Obamacare, that he then decided not to have the last test the doctor asked him to have. Let me suggest that there may be a decline in participation and that it may not be to the benefit of the American people. I want to suggest that regardless of what happened to me personally, that there have been so many glitches in the passage and implementation of Obamacare that have real life consequences on people's lives, and the, the so-called glibness that has been referenced today have direct consequences for real American people. So get over your damn glibness.
3: Jeez. Mm. It's powerful. It's really powerful.
1: That's an amazing story. I'm surprised we haven't heard about that yeah. before. I mean, uh, I a congresswoman's husband dies and part of the reason is she doesn't have a test. He doesn't have a test that the doctor recommended because of an Obamacare glitch. And we're just hearing about we this just now. just hearing about it. Uh, Can you imagine
3: uh, wow. that she was on the other foot and she's she's a Democrat rep and this was a Republican program? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. This would be the lead story on every, every single station, every single network all over the country. Every newspaper headline would be that. Uh, you know, and... She handled that really well. She didn't blame the death on Obamacare, but you you got to believe it's kind of a contributing factor, the fact that they screwed everything up. Now, Gruber didn't do that, but he's in part responsible for putting this thing in place, and, and they don't care about the consequences to real people. They just want this giant government program, this huge takeover of 17% of the American economy yeah.
1: It's amazing And it's, again, it makes sense with a progressive They care about the collective, they don't care about individuals That's not what their their game plan is And that's what yep. I think you see uh, Gruber being a good progressive He doesn't care about himself, he's going to sacrifice Himself and not not Defend himself and say, I was telling the truth This is what happened, instead he's going to sacrifice Himself for the good of the collective and for the good of the program And say, oh, I was, I was being glib And I, what a jerk I was So, yep. I mean, it's, it's what you would expect 888-727-VEC is, uh, is the phone number. Uh, welcome to the Fat and Stew Show. Uh, and uh, also, Pat is in New York, uh, live uh, from New York City. Is the um, new
2: title? Or you said it differently.
1: I did. I think it's the same title. Okay. Uh, by the way, you can go on the SoundCloud or iTunes and get the podcast anytime of the, per, this particular program. Listen at your leisure. Uh, should we do, I mean, I know we were kind of saying that uh, Trey Gowdy was really just hammering Gruber, but, I mean, it is kind of fun. Should we do a little, at least a little, a little piece of smile, that? A little
2: smile, yeah, a little smile from Trey. All right, let's
1: take a small piece of happiness from Trey Gowdy just destroying Jonathan Gruber.
0: Do you think not being a politician is a defense? Is that your defense this morning? I mean, I know initially you said that you offered these comments at a conference. I think you meant conferences, plural. <laughs> but you said conference when you went on a very obscure television show and initially apologized for what you said were inappropriate very comments. Obscure. <laughs> and now today your defense is that you're not a politician. Is that the best you can come up with?
4: The best I can come up with is to really just apologize for an and inexcusable. Well, in but
0: I want to know, you. I mean, the pervasiveness of your quotes is so much that it has to be more than that. It has to be more than just an episodic mistake that you made. Well, here, let me keep going, see, see if this helps you any. Um, what did you mean when you said you wish that you had been able to be transparent, but you'd rather have the law than not?
4: Once again, it was my trying to conjecture about a political process in which I'm not an expert. Again, well, what, what did I you know. mean
0: when you said it was written in a tortured way to make sure the CBO didn't score the mandate as a tax?
4: Once again, cool. once again, it was once using inappropriate language I, to try to sound impressive about something Brilliant. to my colleagues. Do you, you
2: see, see a trend developing here, Professor Gruden? I do. He's going to the Douche Hall of Fame soon. I don't understand the question. <laughs> uh, it's I a lot of stupid understand. quotes
0: what? you've made. That's the trend. Yeah, once
4: again, <laughs> a lot I, of, I... You I, see them? Inexcusable quotes.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and again, yeah. your defense once is that you're not a politician... The lack of transparency is a huge mm-hmm. political advantage. Well, what is a non-politician t- doing, talking about political advantages?
1: Well,
4: once again, I, I... a non-politician is talking about political advantages to try mm-hmm. to make himself seem smarter by conjecturing about something he doesn't really know. So about.
0: you're a professor at MIT, and you're worried about not looking smart enough?
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. Well, you
0: succeeded. Yeah. That was your goal. <laughs> Uh, well, once again,
3: I, I I would like to say that is my goal. Uh, once again, I I just have to say that this is how I was told to respond to every single question. Is once again, I I was just uh, I was outside the bonds the bounds of what I should talk about, and I, and once again, I was just trying to make build myself up and tear others uh, down, and and once again, I was just being glib, and uh, I was too glib in my uh, glibosity, uh, <laughs> and uh, and it created sort of a. a Glibness that uh, was maybe not appealing, and uh, and once again, I would j- just like to say it was mm. inexcusable. Oh, good. So he's just agreed to be the fall guy here. That's all yeah. it is, and this was this is kind of a sham. Yeah, really. I mean, be- uh, let's oh be
1: clear God. here. His direction was to humiliate himself. Yeah. Go out there. He's totally and- willing to take that yeah. for the cause, mm-hmm. and and just and it, I mean, you would believe that out of a good progressive, you go in there and you take your beating and you say absolutely. Th- I mean, think what he admitting to there? I Not only did I just say something and I was wrong, I intentionally lied to my colleagues to make myself look smarter than I was because I'm insecure about my own intelligence. He's mm-hmm. saying that on a national stage. Honestly, in any rational world, don't you get fired by MIT for that. Wait a minute, you're lying to make yourself look smarter to your colleagues? We can't have a professor who's doing that here. Uh, We're M I freaking T. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you'd think that that would be <laughs> enough, but again, M- I'm sure his colleagues know and understand. Oh, it's your role. You got to take. You got to be the. Yep. You got to be the sacrificial lamb here, Johnny. Sorry about it. Don't worry. We'll get you a few million dollars in a
2: contract later on. Just wait it out. Oh, by the way, those have been grossly exaggerated. Yeah. Uh, that was give. That was grant money, which, by the way, is just free money given to whomever from the government. Mm-hmm. I, and I just got a piece of that. <laughs> Nobody knows grant money oh. better than oh, Jenny. And uh, uh, uh,
3: once again, it was just a small fraction of that. I I only received. Uh, uh, I received thirty-eight total dollars.
4: Thirty-eight.
3: <laughs> that that all. Once again, that went to somebody else. All of it, except for well, as I said, once again, thirty-eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, came to me. <laughs> So he doesn't, he doesn't want to look like a rich guy either, you yeah. notice. He's, he's denying that he's really made a fortune yeah. from bilking the stupid American people. We have to believe really he's a rich
1: despicable. guy. Just from the uh, the publication of this, gem. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I yes. mean, when you have health care reform, uh, why, what it is, why it's necessary, and how it works by Jonathan Gruber, a comic mm. book explaining the health care reform package. If you could get that out in stores, uh, and by the way, this was not, we didn't like go to, you know, some fancy library and find this or some library of Congress, uh, you know, uh, uh, type of thing where people archive books. This is available in bookstores. Like, you could just go and buy this Jonathan Gruber piece of crap in like a Barnes & Noble. And here it is, Mm. and you open it, you open it up, you've got... Uh, you know, ridiculous. Uh, you know, comics that explain the healthcare reform, why it's necessary, with the hero being the extraordinarily glib Jonathan Gruber, uh, as he goes through. And look at him; he's the guy to make with the glasses, look
2: smarter than he is. Might, in the seriously, comic book. yeah. And like
1: again, mm-hmm. like is this the approach mm-hmm. of some um, professor who doesn't understand? How to, you know, uh, like this is not this is a guy who is very aware of how to manipulate an audience, how to present a message, how to push the politics of a particular proposal through. Why would you be writing a comic book if you're just some nerdy economist with a giant Excel sheet that everybody wants? Why are you writing a comic book? Well, 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 once again, uh, once again, I was just
3: it was it was a little bit of glibness there, Stu. Uh, and I was just trying to make myself look smarter and more yep. comic like than I really am. We
2: we're, were just trying to have a little fun. Oh, little
3: okay. Fun. There you go.
1: It's a little glib esque, would you say, there, Jonathan? Uh, glibosity, if you will. Glibosity. Uh, once
3: again, okay. I, I would say just glibness or. Or uh, glibophonics.
1: Uh, (laughs) There you go. All right, 888-727-BECK. We have uh, what what seems to be the first announcement of a candidate for 2016, at least that I've heard of. Very exciting. Uh, Very exciting. Coming up on the other side of the break, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. 888-727-BECK. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven, back. It's our fabulous phone number. Yeah. So we're getting into the heat of the 2016 election. It's 2014, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, with That's our great f- news. I think great our first. News. Our first announcement. Uh, I, think so, yeah. I think so. I think so. I mean, there's certainly people uh, that you know are going to run, but they haven't announced yet. Right. This is the first, I think. I guess. This is fantastic. Official. You yeah. made it
3: official, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and considering you were the man who got him in the race last time, Pat Gray, why don't you be the one to announce (laughs) this?
3: All right, it is the very first one entering his name as a candidate for president of the United States (laughs) in 2016. We know the category. Is Rick Santoro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There you go. Back
3: yeah. yeah. What does that not seem like good news to me anymore? I don't know what it is. You know, yeah, you, it just—it's lost its appeal. He has lost his—I
1: don't—I'm not sure why. Really, really are you?
3: Do you, Do you feel the same way, or is it just
1: me? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, there's a part mm-hmm. of it that makes you feel that you, he's not going to win. I right. think is the large thing there. Maybe. I mean. And also, Rick Santorum was someone Pat really liked, and, and we talked to him very early. Yeah. He, uh, he got to the point in the race, and I, by the end of the, you know, once it, once it boiled down and we kind of went through a lot of the candidates, he, I think he was the best one standing uh, towards yeah. the end. Um, and he, uh, he did win 11 uh, states. Last time, he was not a nobody. He, actually he did states. pretty well. Yeah, he really was legitimately second place well. last time. And a lot of times, yeah. this is what we do. Romney was probably second place in 2008. And then you, you would put uh, he was the guy who ran in 2012. So there's some calculus here that makes sense for Santorum yeah. to run. He does not have, seemingly have a lot of momentum uh, at this point. I mean, money was kind of a... <laughs>
3: Like, if you mean by that negative momentum, <laughs> I think you're exactly
1: right. Well, I mean, oh, come uh, on. he has Rick come Mentum. On. We know that. Yes, we know he, he, he has Rick, Rick Mentum. Mentum. Um, Rick Mentum. <laughs> uh, he has the Rick Mentum going for him. <laughs> he, does. Uh, he does. He does have he, the
3: Rick Mentum. You're right.
1: And, okay. you know, I guess Foster Freeze, uh, who was one of the big billionaire type guys that supported him last time, is back on board. I guess he gave oh, him nice. uh, $2.1 mm-hmm. million dollars last time, and uh, he's back on board to support him. I
3: thought it was Foster Brooks, you know, the guy who used no, to Foster act like a drunk is, the time. He's dead, Oh, no, is he? Okay, yeah. so it's not Foster Brooks. No. Yeah, but,
1: although, I mean, in politics, the, <laughs> death doesn't usually stop you from voting or donating, but in True. this particular case, it's not going to happen. Um, Foster I, You know, Brooks. I don't, uh, it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's, I, I mean, he, he's seen as a social conservative, which I think in some ways, uh, and, and while he would not deny being a social conservative, I think to define him as solely a social conser- conservative hurts him. In that, like, you're talking right. about it, it seems like when you talk about Rick Santorum, you're talking about birth control because of what they did to him last time, right. which is absurd, obviously, and not fair to him, um, when he, you know, has a lot of other good policies as well. I mean, uh, you know, he's not just all about banning birth control like Cory Gardner was. That was his big policy.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, you no, know, no, but to be fair, I mean, and Rick, Rick is a nice guy, and we yeah. all, we all I, like we him like very that. much. Yeah. He's been here, you know, I mean, I, I like get all that. But he just doesn't, as we have evolved and changed, I mean, he just doesn't seem like the guy.
1: Is that 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 a fair uh, analysis of where you are, Pat? Seems
3: like a fair assessment, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I don't know. He's been sort of replaced maybe for me with Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz has supplanted Rick Santorum, uh, an even more solid conservative than than rick is
2: i mean i'm willing Maybe to go to rick santorum.com and check it out for a little bit see if he see if he wins me back
1: yeah you know look yeah, rick santorum he, the other thing about is he the worst choice no no no, no. no, no. definitely not and, and and rick santorum let's be honest about it he didn't run a bad campaign uh, you know he didn't have a lot of huge True. gaffes he didn't he i mean he was beaten up unfairly most of the time um, when it comes to, you know, things like the the birth control thing, he right. was the test case for the war on women, essentially, um, which wound up oddly somehow working against Mitt Romney.
4: <laughs> the
1: most bizarre thing in the world. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I that that is who they tested on in the primaries. It was all about that. It was about him being anti birth yeah. control and him. He, he was and over and over again. He said he was not he he had uh, he wrote articles about how he was not. He had quotes about how he was not throughout you know a long period of history. It doesn't. It didn't seem to matter. And I think. I think maybe the hesitation with a lot of conservatives right now is just they just don't think he can win. They, you know, in 2008 he was yeah. the or 2012 he was the yeah. best option that wasn't the establishment guy, Mitt Romney. And this time they think, well, there are a lot of other names that have been thrown around. And Santorum, despite the fact he came in second, it, you know, seems like he's right. it's not, not the not guy. The, guy. Not the it's one. Probably unfair,
2: but that and does between seem between the to be birth fine. control and. Um... Were we after him because he made a deal with uh, our fat, gray, dead impersonation senator? Um, Arlen Specter, uh, yeah, yeah. Specter. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, look. He, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: That's the big knock on him, is yeah. It? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what the
2: detractors. I mean, say I'm not we, saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's what it yeah. just never never ended with that kind of stuff. It
1: is a fair criticism, and when we brought it up to him about a hundred times during right. the campaign, the. the, 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 the I don't know that people are even going there yet. Like I mean, plus that stuff's already been sort of debated about the guy. So he, uh, I mean, this you know, is, he might have fresh road now. The other side about this is, what's the downside of your Rick Santorum? Why not do this? I mean, the guy knows how to run a professional political campaign. The guy knows how to do this well. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it better than you know uh, someone. As far as campaigning goes, he's going to do this better than like Ben Carson's going to be able to do it. He's going to be. No he Knows question. the game a lot better, and uh, you know that's a positive when yes, it comes it to not getting yourself. caught Caught in in certain things, and so I think he will. He's, he will. He will. I mean, he can do this, and why not do it from his perspective?
3: He's also probably more conservative than a Ben Carson. You, you know, certainly with gun control, he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I. And I'm trying to remember the slam because we supported him initially over Mitt Romney until it became clear Mitt Romney was the guy. Right. But we got hammered by certain Mitt Romney fans on on how Santorum wasn't a conservative at all. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, but, but, but you're saying Mitt Romney is? Well, they were at the, the time. The guy who used to be a full-fledged liberal <laughs> mm-hmm. is is more conservative than Rick Santorum? No, no, come on. And look, you know... Use your noodle. But what was a knock on him? I, uh, there was something other than the Alan, Arlen Specter thing, Well, but yeah, I he, can't remember
1: what it was. He has uh, spent some time sort of... Uh, Knocking the libertarian side of things, and and that might be part of the reason I've soured a little maybe. bit. Maybe I don't know. He, yeah. and I don't think he's. Uh, you know, we've talked to him enough times to not think that he's a, a giant government. That's all. You know, I don't think he's that guy.
3: I, I don't think he's that at all. Uh,
1: but he 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 did. He had a decent amount of comments that where he was critical of libertarians. And I think I think he separates pretty significantly from Rand Paul types on foreign policy. I think he really mm-hmm. really does there and you know mm-hmm. um, you know he he uh, Keith is reminding me uh, that uh, this, he had some tenth amendment issues that people didn't like. There's 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 some things, but again, we're we're not looking for the perfect guy, we're looking for the best one and he, and he did a lot of good things too. Yeah, I think right. at the end I think he was the best guy available. I just don't know now before we even know the field he's going to be this time, but that's for him it's his case to make, right? I mean, he, he needs yeah. to do that. And he's not you know, people will dismiss him because he lost last time, but he, he you know, he knows how to build a structure. I think he spent the last four years
2: building a, good race. a
1: structure. I guess they have uh, 150,000 activists uh, they claim to have um, ready to go on this, and uh, th- uh, the, the, the number has been growing. Um, you know, so I don't know. I mean, again, they say that he's, they kind of put him in, okay, if you need a social conservative, it's Rick Santorum. Well the other people going in that direction are going to be people like Mike Huckabee and I gotta be honest I'm you know thrilled that Santorum is in there just for that reason. <laughs> if we're going to have yeah. a social conservative that's known as a social conservative and it's Rick either Santorum. Mike Huckabee or Rick Santorum Rick Santorum all the all time day every day. Every day. Uh, yes. Hopefully that happens. Um, but yeah. uh, you know I don't know it's uh, again yeah, I think the Rick momentum hasn't quite caught on yet. Is probably the way I would describe uh, this particular instance, but who knows? He's got plenty of time. I mean, we're not even in. I mean, we're. This is like the earliest you could possibly really, seriously, you know, enter the race. I mean, it seems so far
2: away, but heck, I mean, we're almost at 2015. I know (laughs) that's not even the year of the election.
3: Which is when the election used to start, you know, yeah, right, right. the year of the election in January. Maybe Yeah, people would start announcing.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can't it, do that. Yeah. You're not going to get rickmentum if you do that. It's a good point.
3: <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. I guess now you have to you have to announce in 2006 if you're running in 2016.
1: <laughs> Please tell me, I hope that they are not going to do five hundred and fifteen thousand debates This time, please tell me they've cut this down to uh, to four, five, six, and like you know, you have maybe one or two with all the candidates, and then you start whittling it down here because Mm -hmm. that was a big problem last Mm -hmm. time. They they put these guys on stage every two days. And yeah, they're they constantly debating with each
2: other, and it was really ridiculous. After a while, it got bad yep. too. It, more than ridiculous. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, shut up!
1: It was to the point where, like, I don't, even, I can't even watch another one of these right. things. And we're we're, yeah. we're talk radio. We're supposed to be watching all these things. And it was like, I don't want to watch Rick Santorum yet again go over this policy, and then you Mitt Romney. You John say, McCain said oh, last night. God, no, agonizing.
3: So, and what's kind of interesting about what we just said here, about— Rick Santorum. Maybe the most interesting thing to me is we said, you know, we're kind of done with him because he's he he lost last time. Well, so did everybody else, (laughs) (laughs) including Mitt Romney, who got his ass kicked in the general election. So there are no winners to run this time because we've got a Democrat uh, president. So. Everybody else who's going to jump into this race was also a loser or has never run, right? So and that
1: might you know that, that's just as dangerous. Kind
3: of uh, weird, isn't it? It's kind of weird that is. that's a negative for him.
1: Yeah, and I, I I don't know what the reasoning for that is. I will say though that you know there there was this debate at the time: is Rick Santorum really conservative, and, and Mitt Romney's you know maybe he's even more conservative? I, I think we have seen since then a scientific consensus develop. Yeah. As, after yeah. what Mitt Romney has done, helping yes. establishment candidates. Over and over and over and over again. I mean, this guy has been focused on essentially tearing down the Tea Party for every moment since he lost that election. And, uh, you know, and he's done it publicly. He's done it. uh, He's worked against groups like FreedomWorks and Senate Conservatives Mm -hmm. Fund. This guy has worked the establishment hard. And if you were one of these people who thought, oh, Mitt Romney is really conservative, he has shown his true colors. Yeah, and again, he might be a very good guy, and I don't think he would have been a terrible president but, uh, or anything like that. I, I, you know, there, there are a lot of positives with Mitt Romney, too. But he's obviously not the conservative that some people were trying to claim he was.
2: There's no right. question about that, especially up against Rick Santorum. So
1: there you go. 888 727 Beck is the phone number. Uh, we're running pretty late here. Let's take a break, come back on the other side with more on the Fat and Stew Show. Also, Pat is in the show. Times Person of the Year has been uh, has been named. It's a hamster. Really? Yeah, it's a hamster. Well, congratulations. The hamster. Of just, just not the, one not individual a particular hamster, hamster. No, just the, the hamster. hamster. It's about as uh, as realistic as the well, ones
3: they that. Did a
2: lot of work and research for us. They have. Re- <laughs>
3: <laughs> you somehow made that work. Nice job.
2: <laughs> I don't know that he
1: made it work. When you really think about it, uh, actually, it's the Ebola fighters. Uh, oh, Nancy oh, uh, Gibbs made the announcement, um, and because they're, they're courageous, and uh, it's funny, the Ebola fighters are the ones who brought Ebola yeah. here to the United States. Hey, let's give them an award. Uh, yeah, it's, but they are incredibly brave to go over there and try to stop that in Africa. It's got to be yeah, very difficult you know, work, and yes, we've given them are, lots yeah, of yes, credit so for it. However, let's pick one. Let's pick the guy who did the best job. Let's mm-hmm. pick the girl right. who did the best job. Let's pick yes. somebody who went over there and did the best thing. How about that mm-hmm. for an example? Instead of just picking, oh,
2: people don't like Ebola or whatever, their person of the year, it's just stupid. I'm surpri- I'm actually surprised they just didn't pick anonymous. Well, didn't they do? I'm-
1: did they do Snowden last year? Was he? Was he ever one? Of, he was one uh, of the...
2: Uh, might have been.
1: Might have well, been Pope Snowden. Francis was last year. I think Snowden was up for it last year. Snowden. He was one of the finalists. <laughs> and he seemed to... He would make some sense. Close. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, that but was last year. That's not anonymous. No, it was not anonymous. No. No. They did Ferguson if, protesters who were... They were yeah,
3: number two. If it wouldn't have been Ebola fighters, it would have been Ferguson protesters. So oh, my gosh. I'm kind of glad for Ebola fighters. Yeah, no yeah. kidding.
1: Yes, definitely. Ferguson, if you're
3: going to cop protesters. out and give it to a group, that's a better group than the... People who are tearing Ferguson
1: apart—people <laughs> who set fire to things—are person of the year. Stupid.
3: Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, we've talked about this before. It, the person of the year doesn't have to be a good guy. But it's—it's it's just kind of weird when when you give it to a group of people who are doing harm, or right. you give it to Adolf Hitler. I—I'm I, not a fan of that. I'm really, not a fan.
1: Yeah, Adolf did receive it too. Um,
2: yes, he did.
1: <laughs> you know, he did a
2: lot of work for us in research.
3: did a lot of work for germany in research
1: he did unfortunately (laughs) research we oddly still use today by the way Uh, a lot of that research we still use today and it's pretty creepy they just keep changing the names of the things (laughs) that's that makes it better back in a second Me, Jeffy, Pat, is in New York City, back tomorrow here in Dallas as well, and I can get Jeffy further away from myself,
2: which would be great. Well, I can stay here. It's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No. good. There's no yeah. reason why I have to yeah, let's, not be I here. I like you
1: behind that barrier. It's, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better for us. Better for us, better yeah. for America. <laughs> uh, so the ter- torture thing came out yesterday shockingly and coincidentally on the same day as the Gruber testimony um and it was you know very bad for uh, the cia and at least uh, that's the way it's been portrayed the cia by the way is not is not does not agree with this report like it's being portrayed as this is what happened the cia is saying this is not what happened and they are mounting a vigorous defense to this um, um now that it's been released and we'll find out if you know we'll listen to both sides and see which which side is telling the truth um but they, they have a list of 13 of the enhanced interrogation techniques the CIA used on in, uh, detainees. And I thought we'd play a, a fun game uh, called Torture or No Torture. So we all get to decide as we go mm-hmm. through these whether this is torture or whether it's not torture. Now, and and look, by
3: the way, before you get to those, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Based on what you just said about the CIA disagreeing and, and denying all of this. So where did the Senate committee... Where did the investigators get their information? From the terrorists? Right. Did they interview the terrorists? Right And right. they're just believing them a whole cloth, <laughs> really.
1: I mean, there Is was, that where you got it? It seems like they, got, they had some quotes. They had some internal emails going back yeah. and forth between people disagreeing about things. And it's like, well, what they do, they find that the one guy in the group yes. that says, that. I have a problem with this, and they highlight them as if that was the obvious thing that everyone should have done, right. when in, in reality that was part of the discussion. There were <laughs> seemingly, according to an article I read this morning, I think it was in the New York Times, kind of going about talking about how this came about, there were two factions. There was one faction of the CIA um and and the people interrogating them on the case and there was another faction of people who were uh, they were behavioral scientists or something and they were the guys pushing for more Uh, enhanced interrogation so there are two camps basically and they argued about it a lot so they you know they keep putting these quotes out here saying well this person thought it was terrible why did they listen to him well he was one of the people they did listen to but didn't always side with you know it's the way debates happen internally you know you can go through any organization's emails and you're going to find people saying things that out of context feel bad or you know and some people Who at the time disgruntled and just want
3: to make the CIA
1: look bad? Exactly. Uh, That's that's what happens in these situations, and I think partially it's that. But we need to make those determinations here. So let's see if uh, torture or not torture. Uh, Let's play the game. Starting off with number one, the abdominal slap. Now let me give you a. quick description Give me the
3: description yeah
1: the purpose was to cause the detainee to feel fear and despair to punish certain behavior and humiliate or insult the detainee according to a description of uh, government documents go- uh, obtained by the aclu in 2009 the interrogator stands about a foot from the detainee's stomach okay and let's why don't we do all these to jeffy and see uh how bad they are and that will help you know, each abusive thing will do to Funny, look at all,
2: look at all these in our list. They're all torture, horrific torture. No, we shouldn't
1: <laughs> do that. Uh, a foot away from <laughs> the stomach and slaps the detainee with the back of his hand. So a back of his hand, a foot away. So that's not a huge running wind windup. Oh it's a foot away, like, I guess you've got that, that sort is of not action. Tortured. Let's just um, the, not hand. Uh, the hand is held with the fingers together and straight, <laughs> and he slaps the detainee's abdomen. And they were using this technique prior to 2004 without approval. By the Justice Department, you backhand him. You backhand him <laughs> in the stomach. In the stomach with a, with an Stop open it. hand that's flat, fingers together. So not, not torture. I, I mean, look, no. pleasant. No, No, but not torture. But I do not. I, no. So no. I mean, torture. No, I'm going to go no there. So we no. have three nos, three nos for yes. that one. All right. The attention grasp oh, is okay. the next this one. This
3: is unbelievable. The
1: unbelievable. Inter- the interrogator grabs the detainee by the collar, with two <laughs> hands, and pulls him closer in. According to description, uh, blah, blah, blah. Ah, oh,
3: I can't hear anymore. <laughs> I can't hear Wait. Anymore. Wait, <laughs> he's grabbed him by the collar, and he's made him come closer? Don't, <laughs> Stu, don't say anymore. Oh, God. I was... What kind of country is this? Where do we live? How do we live? How do we support a government? How do we pay taxes when you can grab a terrorist? <laughs>
2: are, you, are you are you okay? No.
1: I mean, not I torture. honestly thought I was going to read more in that description. That's literally it. All it That's does it. is tell you where they got the <laughs> <hospital. laughs> <Yes>. source. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's
3: <laughs> an attention <laughs> grabber. Is an attention grabber torture? No. What?
1: <laughs> Come on. Come no. no.
3: on. Three no's <laughs> on that one.
1: <laughs> that's insane. Uh, yeah, uh, wow, that's unbelievable. I mean, that one's unbelievable. Uh, to, gra- to pull someone closer by their collar? Unreal. Uh, how is that mentioned? Uh, cramped confinement. The interrogator would put the detainee in a box, sometimes big enough to stand in, for about two hours. Um... And uh, Sometimes only big enough to curl up in. So either big enough to stand in. You're standing up. You're full, <laughs> like this. But you're a box. So you can't move. Okay. Yeah. Or just okay. big enough to curl up in for yeah. up to uh, two hours. So 18 hours of standing, or okay. two hours of curled, curling up.
3: And are you are you kicking me at the same time? Are you are you whipping me?
1: Uh, no. Or what we will put. No. The option was to put a harmless insect inside the small box when the technique was used on one particular terrorist because he hated bugs. So they put a fly in there and it went. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Now that is torture. <laughs> it's, <but> not
2: torture. <laughs> not in, it's not torture. Not in real not torture. Torture. Oh my gosh. Do you know how? No. If that was a pregnant fly, was laying eggs everywhere inside the.
1: Oh
2: my gosh! Oh.
3: Inside the terrace. Thank you. Then
1: it's torture. Now look, standing up for 18 straight hours is what unpleasant. Uh, ask any. Go to a retail store right about yeah. now and ask the uh, employees. Walmart if they think greeters that's torture. That's their job,
3: right? Walmart <laughs> greeters are being tortured right now with very. That's ridiculous. With
1: little. Uh, I mean that's. <sighs> look, again. Do I? And again, when I say there's torture. What I mean to say, I suppose, is, is this over the line that our country should never do this to a terrorist? No. Um, And I'm going to go again, no. Three no's on that one? Yes. Okay. Let's be honest.
2: We're we're considering these people terrorists, and we want information on other terrorists that we don't have in custody. Right. Um, I think we can do a little something that, you know, make them want to give us some information. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm with you on that. And again, two hours in a cramped box. Uh, You know, is that is that happy? No. no, but I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over the line for for a terrorist suspect. Um, Would and I choose again, it for say, myself?
4: No.
3: Again,
1: I should say right. not suspect. Like not an American citizen. We're not talking about here. We're talking about people. These are they're found on the battlefield in war. Right. Um, here is uh, dietary manipulation. Okay, the technique involves switching <laughs> solid foods to liquid. Um, poison?
3: You mean? Is it poison liquid?
1: <laughs> no, no. It's no. it's. Uh, for example, uh, one of the terrorists had to have insure. This is insure boarding. Remember, we did insure boarding. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. They had to have insure instead of uh, solid
2: food. And this isn't even insure boarding, this is just making them. Have insured.
1: Right, yes, yes. Um, uh, so Insure, a product that sells millions and millions of bo- bottles <laughs> for people willingly to un- consume. Unbelievable. And by the way, so there are days all the time like where I, I don't necessarily have Insure, but I'll have a protein shake or something like that to f- fill a meal when I'm just grabbing something on the go. People do this all the time. So he had to do Can that. Can you believe this? This is not. We spot.
3: know. We've replaced the terrorist's main diet of pot roast and mashed potatoes and gravy with Ensure. Let's see if they notice. What This is like a Sanka commercial. Come yeah. on, shut up. This is not torture.
2: Commercial. <laughs> We've secretly shut down the all-you-can-eat buffet of the terrorists so they can just have Ensure. Let's see I what happens. <laughs> We've with Ensure. they like it? We've secretly forced
1: the terrorists to have... A delicious chocolate beverage. <laughs> We're torturing them with a the thing that everyone wants more than anything. Chocolate. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, I mean, obviously three of there, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Should, are these things over the line? Are they torture? We've so far said... The only one I think... You know, depending on how the abdominal slap was done, I mean, in theory, mm-hmm. you could punch someone in the stomach, and they said specifically it was not a punch. But I mean, you probably could do that to a level in which it's bad. Uh, the other yeah, ones so far could. are nothing. I mean, yeah, I, the cramped right. confinement, I guess, is 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 uncomfortable. But again, none of these things. When we're talking about terrorists. I don't. I have a problem with yet. The facial hold is next. Oh no. The interrogator holds the detainee's head so he so. I mean, these, I can't even believe these are real. The detainee <laughs> it can't be real. The interrogator holds the detainee's head so it can't move and puts one hand on each side of the detainee's face, keeping fingertips away from the detainee's eyes.
3: Have wow. you ever, have you ever held your children's face so they will listen to you? Yeah. And said, right. hey, I need your attention right now. You know, you're not hurting <laughs> hello, them. Hello, hello. You're yeah, just making them look at you.
1: And again, that, that is Focus. Spe- It's specifically described by the report as not being, uh, we're crushing their head. It's just holding it straight so they're looking at you. Again, no, no, no way. <laughs>
6: that is
1: not torture. Not torture. All right, now we get into the, the tougher stuff. The facial slap oh, slash boy. insult slap. Oh, no. The interrogator oh, no. slaps the detainee in the face with fingers spread, striking between the chin and ear lobe. Uh, the idea was to startle or humiliate them and di- uh, disabuse them of the notion that he, would be, he wouldn't be physically hit. So they want right. them to think, oh, these guys, they're never going yeah, to hit me. They're never going to hit me. Then you get hit. Oh, my God, what will they do? More so it's not necessarily right. about the hit. It's to shake them out of that thought that they won't be hit. Um, again, I... It's possible you could do this to a level where I would not be comfortable with it. But if you have, uh, you know... Uh, if
3: you slap them to death, yeah, you've gone too far.
1: Well, yes. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, you could beat the hell out of somebody within an inch of their lives, and we'd all be uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, you with could. that, too. However, a, a slap to grab attention... It's not torture. I mean, no. it's what happens when Jeffy tries to pick up a woman at a bar. This is right. not torture. It's just normal life. This is why I normally... No, never mind. <laughs> we know you make. We go to Craigslist. Okay, so uh, we have. I would say again, all knows as described. All knows yes. some of these could be if they went further than uh, than is described, could be bad. But as described, I don't think so. Number seven, nudity. Is this torture or not? Technique was used with others. For instance, a detainee would be forced to stand for prolonged periods while nude. Now, <laughs> the answer for me is no. This is not
2: torture. <laughs>
3: Is it Jeffy standing there nude? That's torture for the guards. Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
2: Anytime, anytime people are standing around nude. I was going to say, it. we should act out some of these. And then
1: I saw in the future nudity. Yeah, I and can't. I decided, <laughs> no. let's not. Um, <laughs> again, there, the case that's interesting here is apparently there was one pr- terrorist in particular that they did uh, strip naked and they left him in an area in which he wound up getting... Um, uh, not, did he catch uh, a cold? He, no, he, had, he, he died. Uh, he it was he uh, died it from was, what? Um, I, I keep wanting to say frostbite, but not frostbite. The other thing, uh, hypothermia. Uh-oh. Hypothermia. He died of hypothermia. And, that's a shame. and look, that's a And mis- Like that's obviously not this. So he was applied too cold. Correctly. Yeah, he, he got was so cold. cold he he died. He wound up dying. Yeah, they left him outside oh, overnight. That's, yeah. See. That's, now, not that's, uh, that's, that's not good. No, that's that's obviously not good. Right. That's bad. That's it's torture. It's stupid because we you get you, any information from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, <it's, laughs> it makes no sense even as a torture policy. True,
3: uh, but I'm sure if it's not torture, if it's torture or murder, either way. You know, you don't do that. Right. You don't do that. We're Americans. We don't do that
1: stuff. Right. And, and by the way, it was not intended. It was not a situation in which, hey, let's leave him outside so he dies. It was one of those things where right. they thought he would be fine and he was not. And that's, look, again, not, not okay. But that was, it's not one of the policies that was used. It was just one bad instance of this policy. The policy yeah. is nudity, okay. doing one of these nudity, things. Nudity, not torture. not torture.
3: Not torture. It was a
2: bad policy against a criminal Darn. Right, but
3: it, still, you yeah, know, we don't still, we just you don't, you I, don't know, want I know yeah, that's not
2: what we do.
3: So not torture, right? Not, all three of us. All again? three. Again, so we are I say... unanimous in the negative right. so far, and we're up to number eight already. Number
1: eight is stress mm-hmm. positions. Now we've talked oh, about boy. these before. The purpose of these techniques oh is to Don't stimulate... make them
3: play Twister. Don't make them play Twister. Do they have to play Twister nude? Because then, yeah. now you might be onto something. I, don't know. I mean, that's in the des-
1: in the description, I believe the question is answered. The purpose of these techniques are to stimulate mild discomfort. Oh,
3: no. And extended muscle use, so yeah. it's like a workout.
1: For right. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, let's see, uh, two such positions were ha- to have here. Jeff, you do this one real quick. Um, sit on the floor. Leg- Seriously, sit on the floor. Yeah, no, no. Just to try mean, it yeah, out. No, I'm not being tortured. Just sit on the floor so people know what we're talking about. I'm not going to do anything I'm bad. I'm not here
3: going
2: to be do- tortured on the floor from you, No. I'm not a criminal. No,
3: Stu won't even right, have no. to touch you with this. Stu play. doesn't touch you. I'll do it. At all. I'll, do, I'll do it. That's fine. All right. I'm, okay, you sit on the floor. Okay, so you show sit. us the position. You on the sit floor. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Your legs stretch out in front of you. Yep. Your arms above your head. Okay. Kneeling. Or kneeling on the floor while leaning back. back. Okay, so, and now lean back at a 45 degree angle. Okay. Lean Watch back. Your head. There you go. Okay, that's like a calisthenic. Yeah. That's, like, that is, no. If I'm I did sorry. my sit
1: ups more regularly, that would not be challenging. Um, it not no, but I mean, if you if you've got any abs, you're fine with that one. Even if you uh, don't, though, I mean, but yeah, it's after, hard. Even if
3: you don't, it's not torture. It's not
1: torture. It's difficult. I will say it'll at some you, point you'd probably be like, stop. yeah, it's going to be it'll, hard. It'll, I really it'll make you stop. sore the next morning. Yep, that's about it. But again, is that not torture? Tortured. It's actually no. what millions of Americans do at the gym uh, regularly. You can probably it's yeah. probably a yoga pose or a, or a uh, what's the other one where you're 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 working your core all the time, Jeffy? You got to know.
2: The, uh, the, what the PX?
1: What's the other thing? What's what is it? Pilates. That's what I was thinking. It's probably one of the probably a pose oh, yeah, like Pilates, Pilates or yoga. Years.
2: That's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. You really
1: haven't done Pilates in I years. I know. Wow. I, know.
2: I haven't done it in a while, so maybe Study. forget about it. Mm. So
1: three yeah, nails there. Sleep deprivation. No. Detainees were kept uh, awake for up to 180 hours, often standing or in a stressed position. Sometimes well, the detainees' hands would be shackled above their heads. Five detainees had disturbing hallucinations during this technique, and in two of those cases, the CIA, dis- uh, the CIA continued the practice anyway. One detainee hallucinated after 56 hours of standing. Um, after this, the CIA came into the conclusion that he does not appear to be the subject involved in current plans or activities against U.S. personnel, blah, blah, blah. So I think the, um, uh, and then this is one, again, sleep deprivation. I mean, 180 hours is a long time ago without sleep. But again, uh, I don't that is think a it's a long
3: time. I mean, we do and that here all the time. Yeah, but that's I haven't slept in about a thousand eighty hours. But you don't but.
2: have you don't have your hands shackled above you. either. No, that's true. I do not.
3: I, I will say one hundred and eighty hours that's... of sleep deprivation can be detrimental. That's to getting health. pretty
2: close. Yeah, that's yeah.
3: that's bad. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that
1: torture? It's over a week, seven and a half days. That's a long.
3: Gosh, break. that's being, amazing.
2: Being kept awake, awake with you can your stay awake. Shackled? I know, that's tough.
3: You really think you could stay awake for 180 hours? I don't care what they're doing to you. I'm falling asleep.
1: <laughs> you fall asleep all the time, like in the I'm, middle I'm of the show.
3: Yes. I mean, you could be poking me with pickle forks. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. You're, you're not keeping me awake for 180 hours. Now, Sorry. Up,
1: the, the key phrase here, of course, is up to. Right. So right. the other yeah. guy was 56 hours. Now, 56 hours to me is... its a long time, too. It's a—it's two days, though. I mean, it's two days. Right. Now, we've all gone... To, yeah, I know. It's 48 hours. Is We can all do the math there, except for <laughs> Jeffy. Um, but it's just 56 slightly... 56 uh, hours is... I thought... Oh, never mind. 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 56 hours, you've got 12 hours, you've got 20 minutes. Uh, what, Jeffy? Uh, no, 56 hours, it's two days. And, and like, you know, uh, so... So think about mm-hmm. that, that, you're awake anyway for 16 hours a day. So let's say the typical person, right, sleeps, uh, is awake for 16 hours and sleeps for eight. So normally there's a period that all of us have of 40 hours in which only eight of them are sleeping. You're removing one, If you're, so you go without sleep for eight one night, you're at 40 hours. Right. And they went to 56. Now, is that difficult? Yes, but to me that's not torture. 180 hours? Yeah,
3: I, I would say 180 hours is. Yeah. I, I think f- that is. I
1: feel like you're probably you're you're, you're on the cusp there. So mm, you sure are. Yeah.
3: Let's uh, Now 2 days probably not. So 3 days, I don't know when do when do you cross the line, I'm not sure. I'm not sure,
1: but uh, certainly 180 hours is excessive. But again, like uh, w- uh, is this something that as a practice, is sleep deprivation torture? To me, the answer to that is no. I think any of these things that if you do them to such an extreme extent, the person's going to go completely insane or is never going to be able to function again. Okay. So I would say, I mean, I think sleep deprivation as a tactic, my answer is no. Although it could get (laughs) pushed that way. That's the same thing with the slap as as described. Yes, the slap as described seems pretty relatively, uh, you know, it's not that much. I mean, an actor in a movie would get slapped like this. Ask a WWE guy if he's going to get slapped like that in the ring, and they're going to get slapped like that all the time. I mean, we don't do it to a terrorist, but we'll do it to The Undertaker. I I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem to be that crazy. However, obviously, if you slap someone in the face for 500 hours in a row and break his jaw, well, then that is. But the tactic itself, I don't think is. And yeah. the same was, uh, okay, we have two more here before we uh, get to, uh, we have two more. Or, oh, no, it's only on this page. Okay, so a few more. Wall standing. Detainee faces a wall standing four feet away. Interrogator has the detainee reach out his arms towards the wall so his fingers are touching it. The oh, detainee no. would have to So hold. far you're,
3: you're describing timeout.
1: Yeah, you're holding, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Here's uh, the timeout for a terrorist. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, hey, Mr. Terrorist, you're in timeout. Yeah. You get over there right now Seriously. and you face the wall. But again, no, it is.
1: no hug at the end. Detainee would also have to hold that position indefinitely, but again, i, I absolutely not right. Torture, no, no way. No. Well, well standing, I
2: mean, no. if you do it in anger, if you send the, if you send the terrorist over there in anger, then that's true. That's true.
1: And you don't give him the big hug and tell him you love him. Uh, walling is the next one, number 11. Interrogators slam detainees against a wall. In one instance, oh, no. uh, one terrorist was slammed against a concrete wall. Hmm. The Senate report oh, said uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed went in, uh, uh, underwent intense questioning and walling, giving up no information. Uh, the interrogators waterboarded him, and then he said he was ready to talk. So we, I guess, we can we can surmise that it's lighter than waterboarding. I guess a lot of that has to do with, I mean, slamming a detainee against the wall.
3: No. Depends- unless you're bashing their head against the wall, then yeah, that's. I mean, that could be worse than than. Than uh, torture. Yes, That's killing be. somebody. You
1: could be killing someone if you're doing it hard enough. I guess the point is, are you doing it hard? How hard are you doing it? Um, you know, should we be? I would say that one is one I would I would skip in the uh, in the rotation. I'd yeah. rather yeah, use these close. other ones because you really could actually hurt. You could break bones, obviously. But I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I'd I'd love to get a military person on who could describe. Um, and I think our phones are down right now, unfortunately. But uh, that could describe why uh, or, or how hard this was done. I mean, I guess to be effective, it has to be hard. Do something, right? So, like, I mean, that one, I'm willing to say let's X that one out. You guys with me on that? Yeah. That one comes close. That's probably the closest
3: and uh, and hardest. Yeah, so
2: far it certainly is.
1: Waterboarding, we know, in case you don't know this or miss this debate, the detainee strapped to a board or bench, water poured over the detainee's face to simulate drowning. And and it doesn't look like it's drowning when you see it visually happen, but it apparently feels Feels like you are drowning. Um, uh, uh, The technique brought on convulsions and vomiting in some cases. Um, Immediate
3: fluid intake. So some of the water gets in your mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. No. It's not. I mean, it's oh, not no, pretty. Not but water. again, we do it to our military it's in their pretty. training. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't You know, so I would say to me, no. And we, that one's been so widely debated. I don't think we necessarily have to go into that. Are you into? Uh, yes. Now, people have had this done for YouTube bits. You know what I mean? Like, right. you don't do torture for YouTube bits. Um, and then water dousing. Naked detainees held on a tarp on the floor. Um, the tarp would be pulled up around them to make a bathtub cold or refrigerated water would be poured on them. In some cases, detainees were hosed down over and over again as they were naked and shackled, standing in a sleep deprivation pose. Um, you know, again, if the cold water is there for a really long time, you know, there can be legitimate, like you could die of hypothermia. Um, so mm-hmm. at that, that level, I think we'd all agree. But again, putting water on someone, I would not say is torture.
2: Yeah, I mean, no. before you reach the hypothermia uh, point, it could be fun. It's a, it's a weird Thank addition you. to the conversation.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Jeffy. Uh, so there you go as usual. Uh, as usual: Very strange, um, um, but there you go. So we said no to all of them with the possible exception of walling because I that one doesn't come, the seem sleep like. In you, and, and well, sleep deprivation as a tactic, no torture, no, but there are extents where it turns yeah. into torture. I,
3: if you make them stay awake for a year and a half, yes, you've gone too far. Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. All right. They're not going to live through that. And, you know, I think that's an important exercise for conservatives to go through. Because we'll talk about, like, well, in Jack Bauer's case, you, of course, do these things. Well, know what they are and, and make yourself comfortable. Put yourself in that situation. I have this guy I can do this to or not. Uh, do I do it? Are you comfortable with all of those things? I mean, look, in a Jack Bauer situation, walling, absolutely. And much more. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it, but these are not those situations. You know, this is a terrorist who you think may have some information. Maybe he's a low level person, but you don't necessarily know. You're trying to get some details out of them. And they wound up getting details that they believe led them to uh, Osama bin Laden through, the, through his driver. Um, so there you go. Um, that's, uh, that's the report. I, I don't have a huge problem with most of it. There were some other things I heard that people had broken bones and they were put in these positions. There are instances yeah. among these policies that I think you can say are torture. But the point is, is the policy itself torture? Is depriving someone of sleep torture in and of itself? It, I, I would say no in most no.
2: cases. But once again, this is just uh, another way to uh, kind of make the U.S. look bad. Around the country? Around, around the world, yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, even around the country. Mm-hmm. And because not very many people are going to go down this list like we just did. No. It's going to be, no. oh, the CIA tor- was torturing. Torture torturing. Report. Torturing. That's torture. Mm-hmm. Let I me mean, go back to
3: the waterboarding uh, yeah. thing. I know we're running really late. Mm-hmm. But you look at the last line of, of the waterboarding deal, and you see Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who's one, right. of the, one of the worst of the worst. But he was waterboarded 65 times in a 24-hour period. Maybe that's excessive. I don't know. You, do you think it's 65 <laughs> times yeah. it does seem they little... waterboarded? Apparently, he was really hard, and we've heard this uh, ever since he was captured. He was really tough to make talk. He did but, not break but until, did. M-
2: but, he did. but did
3: mm-hmm. they waterboarded him 65 times? And then yes. He told us every single thing he had ever done since the age of a year and a half. <laughs> That's
1: I mean, five was... times. That's a lot. But that, uh,
3: and is I, that torture? Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know, but we got good information out of it.
1: Yeah, I will say, and, and you know, he was one of the masterminds here, so he's a right. high-level guy. It does seem yeah. like, and I have not heard anything that has uh, from this report that has uh, conflicted with the initial information that we had, that only three people were ever waterboarded. Um, and I have not seen that at least been touted. I have not read the full, you know, 1,000-page yeah. yeah, report. Yeah, they,
3: they said it was they, – they, they're alleging here
1: it was more than that. It I was think. more than three. Um, okay, so we'll yeah, get to that a little bit alleged. as well coming up. Yeah. 888 727 Back. Pat, we've been having a discussion here off-air. Um, about uh, something that I did this weekend that I thought you'd be interested in. Which, Crucial. Uh, was, I, I was making some cream of wheat. Uh, I don't know if you guys are you a fan of cream of wheat, Pat, at all. You, do you like it? No. no. I say, I is there yeah. meat in it? I,
3: what, I, that? Like, I don't like it? cream of wheat. There's no meat in it. No, there is. No, there not, is it, was no. Not, it was not no. even
2: bacon-flavored cream, cream of, wheat. of wheat. My uh-huh. mom used to uh, give us uh, cocoa wheats, the chocolate wheats.
1: Oh, man. Really? I mm. see. I don't remember. I, I, the one I got this time was bananas and cream, uh, cream mm-hmm. of wheat, and I like I like hot cereal. I'll do some of the oatmeals. I like I'm into Ooh. that. And so I had some cream of wheat, and I was like, you know, it was a, a little chilly in the morning, and I was like, I'm gonna have a little hot cereal. <laughs> Sounds delicious. And so I've been I, lately. Um, I, you know, first of all, I was reading the back of the cream of wheat uh, thing because I, I hadn't made it in a while, and you make it in the microwave, and they give you the times. And so it said on there to. Put water in there, which is what I always do. But it says if you want the, it to be creamier, 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 for creamier cream of wheat, use uh, milk. I think it said low fat milk or something like that. I'm like, all right. And for creamy, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Use cream. Right. Use, use, actual, yeah. use cream. actual cream. That's going to be very creamy. Um, so I went in there and I have, we have almond milk in there, in the, in the fridge. And that's kind of the milk I usually use now. I've just been, I don't know why. It just, all of a sudden, I just drink almond milk. I don't know how it happened. Um, but it's pretty good in cereals because it has sort of a nutty flavor to it. So it's pretty, I, I like it in that. So I'm, 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 a, I, I'm looking around, and I don't see the normal bottle in the fridge. And I'm like, there's always almond milk in here somewhere. And then I see it in the back. It says, I see it says the uh, almond milk or something like that. And I just grab it. It's in a different bottle. I'm like, that's why I didn't see it. So I start pouring it in, and I'm like, this is really thick. And then I look at the bottle, and it's almond milk eggnog. Mm. almond milk, eggnog. <laughs> I i like that. That sounds pretty good, actually. I-, I didn't know it existed, to be honest with you. Um, but, of course, now it's all over my cream of wheat, and I need right. to make new cream of wheat. So I'm going over to the garbage to throw it out, and I'm just about to tip it over and throw it out, and I think to myself, <laughs> what's hey. the downside here? <laughs> what is the downside to throwing this in the microwave? I, mean, I have to, I mean, I'm not going to get any use out of it at right, this point. Right. Why not throw it in the microwave, cook it with the cream of wheat as feed. the liquid, And see what happens. If it's
3: bad, you throw it out. You throw it out. I was going to throw it out anyway.
1: Where's the downside to this experiment? So I uh, put the eggnog in the cream of wheat, go through the microwave process, come out, mix it all up. It's nice and hot and steaming. I mean, you know, it looks normal. I smell it. It's got a little eggnog smell to it. And I'm like, I don't know. Take a bite. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a banana eggnog delight. Uh, it was Sounds really good. good.
3: That does sound pretty good, actually. It was really I'd, freaking I'd good. i try that. Yeah, why not? And you're a big eggnog fan, aren't you, Pat? I love eggnog. Yeah, I love me some eggnog. I mean, look at me. Of course
1: I love eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last year, you we went over to Pat's house at one point for yeah, something. Yeah. We had some little get-together. Specific brand. Yeah, and well, Pat had... I would say three or four specific brands
2: of eggnog when we were over there. Yeah, there was one yeah. that he kept ranting and raving about. I can't remember which one it was, but there was a, a number of them. Though you're right there. Yeah, like yeah, there was there like was. a hood, like normal
1: eggnog. Then there was like a spiced eggnog, and maybe like a flavored yeah. eggnog. And there's or a
3: black label one that I absolutely
1: That's love, and it's good. called.
3: Um, but what is it called? It's it's a uh, it's it's the name of an alcohol. Although there's oh. no alcohol in it. Oh, the Jack
1: obviously. Daniel's one, isn't it?
3: Or the, it's not Jack Daniels, but the it's Southern something Comfort, like that. Southern Comfort, Southern Comfort, isn't it? The Southern, Southern Com-
1: Comfort, yes. eggnog, yes. Thank you.
3: Yes. And,
2: and really, and it's there's really good. No really good. alcohol in it.
1: No, I don't think there is. Yeah, it's a, yeah no, there no. is no, no.
2: no alcohol. Well, of course, there isn't.
1: <laughs> of course there but it is. has that flavor. Uh, Southern Comfort and Jack Daniel's both have a lot of uh, themed products that yeah. just flavor stuff that don't yeah. have alcohol in it. But uh, yeah, I remember that. That's right. Uh, and I had a lot of eggnog that day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember leaving, thinking that was a lot, that was too much eggnog. Uh, what I just consumed. Uh, I don't think it's
3: possible to have too much eggnog. Really? I, I don't think that's a thing. No, hmm. that's not a thing, Stu.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and you've been. Uh, When you're talking about maybe consuming some delicious things, you're in New York right now. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. you treated yourself to a delicious lobster roll. What was (laughs) uh, What was lunch like today? today?
3: Suddenly, filet mignon and French fries showed up. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I hate when that happens. But Mm. it was here, and what am I going to do? Waste it? No, that's a sin. Mm. So,
2: I mean, what's the downside? Well, you. you guys were
3: babbling. What's a downside? I said I could throw this away, or I could shove it down my fat gullet, which <laughs> is what I chose to do. Uh, and man, was it
2: delicious! Man, that, is a, you <laughs> must, that must <laughs> be a nice new building. Just food showing up like that.
3: Yeah, it's great. I mean, it showed up at the old building too. But oh, uh, <laughs> wow. actually, the building here is not yet. I mean, we're not. You know this. We're I not. Know. We're nowhere near done. It's uh, the, the studio is is like a table, and uh, and and equipment. Yeah. There's but, table. There's there's two tables and an and equipment. Do you and need more it. than that? Well, you know, eventually I think there will be more than that. It'll look a little bit nicer in here for television purposes, but right now, not so much.
1: Yeah, it's a big not chunk so of the reason you just get the still photo of Pat Gray over our shoulder for the entire <laughs> yeah. hour because uh, <laughs> we don't even have any cameras up there. Yet. Hi. Uh, I'm Hi. live
3: remote from New York City. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, for some reason, I'm holding a book
1: right now. You seem to be reading know, Dreamers sure and Deceivers. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. It does seem to be that. I, we, I think we did do a uh, some promotional thing where we were like, had pictures of all of us reading, yeah. reading the book, and now they just used that photo for it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations and thank you. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. 888 727 Back is the phone number. Back with more in a second. worried about the emotional state of most felines Uh, and uh, oh my gosh that's all I think about including grumpy cat grumpy cat is apparently cat the cat is grumpy see here this cat looks look at that grumpy oh my gosh doesn't he look grumpy it's a cat and it's grumpy and of course uh, that's obviously a reason to give the cat $100 $100 million, <laughs> uh, which is what this cat has earned. A grumpy cat unbelievable. has earned one hundred billion million. How is a I, I've, cat... I've never
3: even heard of this phenomenon. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know what it is. Well, so some, somebody
1: put up a meme? Is yeah. that what it is? Well, someone put up a picture of their grumpy cat because it, it, okay. it kind of looks cute and grumpy. And then people made it into a meme, and it became so popular... Uh, and, and in fact, only two years ago it was posted on september twenty second two thousand and twelve because she looks uh, or you know like a curmudgeonly cat um, There were a couple memes about her she 's gone on to becoming new york times best selling author with her first of two books. As well as guest hosting on WWE, a Cheerios commercial, a Frisky's endorsement, her own billboard, an unofficial art show, a brand new uh, uh, brand of iced coffee, Grumpachino, and a Sesame uh, Street appearance (laughs) with Oscar the Grouch. Now, I will say this as a person who's in the media every day. The stuff I just described does not get you $100 million. Uh, Not even close. Two books. I don't care if you sell a million copies of each. Uh, Which he did not, or she did not, excuse me. WWE Raw guest hosting gig. You're not getting a lot of cash for that. Cheerios commercial. Yeah, I mean, you're getting, these are six-figure gigs, right? They're good gigs, no doubt. A Frisky's endorsement. Her own billboard. That costs you money. Uh, (laughs) uh, An unofficial art show. That's nothing. Uh, And a new brand of iced coffee, Grumpachino. Now, if they sold that to Starbucks and it was the biggest seller, maybe Maybe. you're getting close to these numbers, but you're nowhere near $100 million. I don't know what the hell they're...
3: I mean, wow, she says she, though, she says she was able to quit her job as a waitress within days of her first appearance on social media, <laughs> and the phone hasn't stopped
1: ringing since. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But I, I still that don't know. I, I, I'm ow. highly questioning the grand total yeah. of revenue there. Um, but still, That's a lot. pretty cool. That's a lot. Um, and and apparently
3: there's now a, cr- a Christmas uh, involving Grumpy Cat. Is yeah, that true? Christmas you know, we, movie?
1: we love our fall-a-la-lifetime movies, and yeah. one of them now apparently stars <sighs> Grumpy Cat. Watch.
6: For my Christmas wish, I wish I wish I meet a friend
5: one on whom I can depend. So me, you really screwed up your big wish. Kay.
6: For anyone that loves Christmas stories about,
5: here we go.
0: Goodwill. I don't care. Joy. Mm. No.
4: And peace to all.
1: Fail. Then you
4: are a loser.
0: Are you serious? Of course I'm serious. Look at my face.
4: This Christmas.
1: You were talking to me. What are you, some kind of blonde witch? I heard all of that. Stop it. You stop it. You stop it, witch.
4: When it comes to the holiday spirit.
1: Don't get sappy
0: on me. Wait, I forgot. It's a Lifetime movie. All pets
2: are off.
0: Dude, grab that
6: cat.
1: What we know. Guys, guys, guys. They don't even make paintball guns for cats. Get it.
6: British cat. Aubrey Plaza brings the internet sensation to life. This is the
1: best Christmas ever. Go ahead, ignore the title of my movie.
6: Grumpy
4: Cat's worst Christmas ever. Jingle bells, Christmas smells. Saturday, November 29th
1: oh. at 8 on Lifetime.
3: Please tell me that's a joke. Please tell me that could not happen. Be Please tell me that did not air on Lifetime on November 29th. That is
1: absolutely a real movie. Absolutely
3: and uh, please tell me we just saw a parody of uh, a uh, lifetime movie. movie that cannot no, have happened
1: real. did it really happen i think so i mean I, I don't know but it was not a parody it was not supposed to be like Jeez. they they are doing their self-aware jokes but uh, that was horrible and also the voice of the cat is terrible is it the person from reddit or something that they just give the role to the person who owns the cat cuz that you could clearly tell it is not a professional doing the voice of the cat wait no it's bad that, really bad that was not the actual voice of the cat parks a an actress from Parks and Rec is, I'm being told, is doing the voice of that. Oh that my gosh. That is terrible. Bad. How on Bad. earth can that be a professional?
3: Because any you do one of these movies, you oh immediately become a schlocky you actor
1: not, Did you just not try? Is that like one of those things where like, you know, yeah. LeBron James goes and plays in the NBA every day, and then every once in a while, he plays against fourth graders for charity. He doesn't try that hard in those games. Is that what the situation is here with Lifetime movies? <laughs> like, do real well actresses be. come in and just like, ah, oh, I'm phoning this thing in. Oh, look, there's, it's me. I'm a cat. Hey, there's the British <laughs> cat. All right, give me my check. Is that what happens? Because that was horrific. Even for look, we all know lifetime, we love them because they're schlocky, we but must that have was got really the name bad.
2: Of my movie.
1: Oh jeez. Wow. Let's just I think we just go to break and forget that last segment happened. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. We would like to apologize. I, I mean, this is a show that has Jeffy on it every day, and we're apologizing for segments. That's how bad that movie was. Yeah, we just what upset this year. Right All right, Pat is up in New York. Uh, we'll be flying back. You know, you can get off the ground after all the filet mignon today. Uh, and uh, Jeffy's here with us uh, here on the Pat and Stu program. Pat, you were talking about a hockey clip that I guess we have—a hockey player. Yep. Can you describe it a little bit?
3: Uh, Toronto, Toronto uh, Maple Leafs goalie Jonathan uh, Bernier. W- it was talking about he went to this uh, he went to this big event to honor Nels- Nelson Mandela, and so one of the reporters walked up to him and asked him what meant Nelson Mandela meant to him. You have to see this to believe it. Okay. Here's what he said.
1: Obviously, Nelson Mandela, one of the most significant historical figures of the, of the 20th century, what, what knowledge or awareness did you have of, of him growing up or when did you learn of him?
3: Well, obviously, growing up, you, uh, he's one
1: of the, the most known athletes
3: uh, in the world and uh, a lot impact in any right. kind of sport that he did. And, uh, that I, you know, right. even playing hockey, uh, everyone knows him, right? From from being the type of person that oh he was off the ice and, and on the ice, and it's so unfortunate yeah. that he passed away a year ago. But um, you know, he he changed a lot uh, he did it while he was with long. us, and he's uh, he's a tremendous guy. <laughs> what? I love, I love that. that I love awesome. that. The the importance of him, uh, you know, in in uh, pl- playing uh, whatever sport he did, whatever sport he played, I mean, and uh, both on hockey. the ice and off the ice, the guy was incredible. You know, I mean, of course it's unfortunate that he died like he did on the ice, but at least it was doing the thing he loved. Uh, <laughs> what being on the ice? <laughs> so it does was, he just
1: have this confused <laughs> with somebody, or is he just making this crap up completely? He
3: has no idea who nelson mandela he doesn't say something to him that's phenomenal is
2: that some fundraiser thing for nelson mandela yeah it was a toronto raptors
3: uh event honoring nelson mandela for some reason i don't know why the toronto raptors were honoring him but
2: they were well because of his days when he was playing hockey for the raptors and the (laughs) the maple leaf don't be stupid
3: Well, he he played he played some basketball for the Raptors, and then he played for the Maple Leafs as well. But he then he played some soccer in South Africa too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was really good at that. And then he was uh, he had an incredible career in the uh, uh, you know that in the industry of uh, of the thing you know the thing he was doing. And both on the field and ice, or not on the ice, and off, he was just an incredible guy. And we all know the same that. the that
2: he died a year ago, but what he did for the sports. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man. So
1: how Every it, sport. Let's rebuild this situation. The the Raptors <laughs> are having a, a Mandela-themed promotional event. They yeah. have, they're trying to get as many local like athletes Toronto, to Muppety show Mucks. up. Yeah. They go to right. the Maple Leafs and they say, hey, can you give us five players? One of the players is this guy who agrees to go. He gets a free dinner, he gets to go in there, and have a couple of drinks. He doesn't think he's going to ask any questions. He doesn't know anything about the thing. He probably sees some videos that say Mandela died last year or something, so he knows that. Right. But yes. other than or that, Or somebody he knows told nothing him on the way. Answer.
3: Yeah. Uh, somebody told him on the way, hey, by the way, Nelson Mandela died last year, so this is a thing honoring him. And you would just think that a guy who's an adult would know who the heck Nelson Mandela was. Right. right. Yeah, you would. But I mean, there's no recognition.
1: And of he, who he is or what he did, right? That's so, and, and he's thinking, okay, I'm an athlete. I'm going to an event uh, thrown by another sporting organization. You know, yeah, I mean, it must be a player or something. I don't know that I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I
3: don't know, he, he was really good at lacrosse. Yeah, and I think he played for the Yankees for us for a while, a couple of seasons. Hit like uh 1,100 home runs for the Yankees, uh, and then uh, and then of course his career on the ice was wow sensational. So
1: what's the right thing? So let, let's just let's pull this to another. Let, let's take out the fact that he should know who Nelson Mandela is for a second. Pat, I, I come up to you and say, Pat, uh, Jim Jarkowski, uh You know you're at this event celebrating him. What did he mean to you?
3: Yeah, I I didn't know Jim Jarkowski, but I wanted to be here to. Uh, you know have a few drinks and chase some chicks
1: <laughs> <laughs> you go straight honest you don't try to bs stri-
2: <laughs> <I don't. laughs> just happen I to be and anyway. celebrate his life yeah <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i, yeah, I, I cuz i would think you'd say something that you'd be like look you know we all know how important he was and and uh, i mean look at this event i mean it shows yes. what people thought about him so you
3: could get away with it that like that too yeah right? yeah. yeah something right? like that but he just tries to go <laughs>
1: He just assumes he's an athlete?
2: That's fantastic. Because, because
1: I'm an athlete, I assume everyone we're talking about are athletes. So <laughs> let me... Uh... Are we done here? Because a there's Canadian.
3: A... he's a Canadian athlete since we're in Canada. He's got to be Canadian, <laughs> right, right? right? So he must right. have played hockey. So both we... on the ice and off, he was exceptional.
1: Has anyone in the control room seen a response from this guy yet? Is he, has he tried to ex- explain this away? He's just apologized. I, just oh. did, I had him confused with somebody else or I didn't know who he was. Just said sorry. <laughs> Just said
3: sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, sorry I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Uh, Jonathan Gruber and I were talking about <laughs> our stupid glibness,
2: and uh, we're both sorry for He's it. He's a hockey so. player, so he gets away with it, dog. See, I mean, he gets to say
1: sorry. And that's a great point, Pat. He is actually doing what Gruber said he was doing. He was trying yeah. to look smarter about a topic he knew nothing about. That's not yes. Gruber, that's, but that is what this guy was doing. <laughs> so <laughs> it does occur, apparently. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck is the number you should call then, and we can discuss whatever.